News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, and we are here with you until the top of the hour. Thank you for joining us, folks, on this uh, Sunday morning. A lot of interesting questions. We're going to be talking about a lot of things, including this unusual question coming up a little later on in the show. Do you use a top sheet on your bed? There's a new debate. We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll also poll the two people who are with us for this show first. Uh, sitting in for Lee Harris is Trevor Kleins, who's an attorney over at Limestone Title and Escrow, LLC. And we know Trevor and I know each other because we've done a number of closings together. Also welcoming Randy Rocky, who is co-owner of Swan Financial. They do a great job of getting you pre-approved and to the closing table. You can reach Randy at 645-0736. Good to have you, Randy. Uh, good morning, Bob. Good morning. And also, if you are thinking about selling your home, either now or in the future, please do not hesitate to reach out to me for free, no obligation analysis. We can come out, I'll talk with you, and we'll discuss what the plan might be. Maybe it's something you need to work on immediately. Maybe it's a year or two off, but at least you'll have that plan in front of you. You can reach me anytime on my cell phone, 502-376-5483, or go to bobsellslouisville.com. First question, and this is a big one for Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial. So Heather's planning to buy her first home this year because she is hearing that interest rates are coming down. Now, we've been hearing that, though this week and uh, the past couple of weeks, she and many of us have heard that they went up, they go down, they go back up. So she yeah. is wondering what is going on and will they come down this year or later what's your thoughts on this randy Rock? yeah yeah so uh nmls number 26362 uh you know again we have a 4.75 30-year fixed rate it does yep. cost a couple points about down but um um it's been a fantastic as uh, the the public has really enjoyed that rate so i do think i do i don't know where rates are going to go and and i go back to the same person that you know bob you kind of uh, caught onto this with me as Barry Habib, and yep. there's nobody better in the industry, and he doesn't know where interest rates are going to go. But I do think it's going to happen is when they drop, the pent-up demand is going to be so incredibly large that we're going to have, like, at the beginning of COVID, and Bob, you can allude to this more than me, but yeah. where people were paying forty, sixty, seventy thousand for a two hundred fifty thousand dollar house over asking, where there's thirty, forty people at it, and right now, to me, this is the time to buy because there isn't as there isn't as many people out shopping for a home, and it's simple supply and demand, which we know we only have one third of the inventory we really need right now, so. Um, that's that's what I suggest for all homeowners to do. So I think she's doing the right thing, our potential homeowners, yep. by buying right now. So I did a little more research for you, Heather, and everyone else who's wondering about these mortgage rates. And according to Fannie Mae, their predict the predictions in December, they were thinking that by the fourth quarter of this year, that rates would come. Now remember, this is December of last year, that they would come down by the end of this year to 6.5%, but they revised that decision after the Fed announced in December of last year that they're going to cut the rates, at least that that's what they were saying, uh, somewhat three times and some were speculating six times. So the new 
estimate from Fannie Mae is that by uh, the end of this year, fourth quarter, rates will be down to 5.8%. Now, anything is likely to happen. But the good news is the economy is improving despite what might be a bit of a recession coming into play. And that's the good news, I think, overall. So we move on. Jamie is a buyer. This is, of course, now going over to Trevor over at uh, uh, Limestone. Jamie's a buyer in a home uh, division, subdivision in Jefferson County. Notice that some very restrictive rules and regulations are in the homeowner association. For example, cars cannot be parked on the street and no trucks are allowed to be parked in the driveway. So Jamie is wondering, do homeowner associations in Kentucky have to follow state laws as well as their own regulations? What's the process, she says, of appealing those restrictive regulations? All right, Trevor, this is your first one. How do, what do you think? Yeah, no problem. So usually you would look into the restrictions themselves and the bylaws for the homeowner association, see if there's anything internal there that tells you the process. Homeowner associations are governed by laws and administrative regulations uh, <clears throat> through the state of Kentucky and through the legislature. So they do have to abide by some rules. But as far as the particular appeal process, you'd want to look first to the bylaws themselves. And then you'd want to look to <clears throat> the restrictions themselves, see if it tells you the process there. If not, you can always take them to uh, circuit court and, and appeal their decisions. So. Oh, so wait, this is a kind of a new wrinkle for us. So you can take the bylaws well, to circuit court? Well, no, you can't take the bylaws, but I mean, you can take a decision by a homeowner association if, it, if they don't have any authority through their own bylaws and through their regulations. I mean, they are governed by Kentucky administrative regulations. So there's, right. there's laws, administrative, just like real estate agents are governed by administrative regulations, right? We are. There's, there's some that govern homeowner associations and you can look into those and, um, you know, we'd be happy to, Lee and I'd be happy to look into them if you'd like, but it just, typically the appeal process is through the, um, through the association itself, their bylaws and regulations. It's usually not not much of a, an appeal process. If you're trying to get something appealed, usually they have more power and say than 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 you'd think. So, all right. Well, Jamie, we'll give out uh, Trevor and uh, Lee's phone number in just a little bit. So stick with us. If you want to see a rebroadcast of this show, you can actually see because we're doing this Zoom via Zoom, which goes over to YouTube, and because we're still doing these in a COVID environment. You can go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com. This is a question for both of you. Alyssa is uh, both selling and buying a home this year, and she's wondering, what mistakes do buyers and sellers make when it comes to applying, applying for a loan or preparing to come to the closing table? So I'll give you maybe some of these, and you guys tell me. Jump in, Trevor, if you got any. Uh, let's see. The first one, don't change jobs or become self-employed. Don't quit. Right? Good there? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, don't buy a new car, truck, or van. Yes. Don't use any charge card, card and let your account fall behind. You can use a charge card, but you just don't want your account to fall behind. Okay. Don't buy any furniture, which I guess is the base, the same thing. You don't want to open any new accounts at any stores, right? Right. You just don't want to do like a 90-day same as cash or something of that nature. If you want to buy cash, 
for furniture you can yeah cash but don't take which brings us to another one don't take any money out of your savings or checking account once you've applied for that loan right because that could be a real problem correct that is correct it can be not again consult your mortgage originator because a lot of times it won't matter if you you know if you have a certain amount of money in there but yes as a rule that is correct don't allow any additional increases on your credit card uh, level right that's a, a point we've never talked about before so don't ask for an increase which is an indication that you may be wanting to spend more money is that right right i mean if they're going to close within 120 days that will not come into play because you want to repo credit but right. it'd be better to wait till afterwards yes and don't change your bank accounts don't move banks no don't, don't do that yeah don't no. do that anything that we missed on that for uh Alyssa? Well, I got a few. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from title side, make sure you know how you're getting your funds. We, uh, how you're getting your funds to the title company, how you're getting them to the escrow account to pay for the property. We deal with a lot of folks that move from out of state. They might bank at a Wells Fargo or a Bank of America. And um, those are two banks that we don't have branches for here in Kentucky. And I have people show up and think that they're just going to be able to wire money over the phone and and guidelines are very tight with banks now can't wire money over the phone so they'll show up with no way to get us their money besides driving to like nashville is the closest wells fargo i believe and and cincinnati's the closest mm-hmm. bank of america or vice versa and they have to drive there and initiate wires in person um and then you have a lot of online banks now you know the ones you see advertised on tv that right don't have locations and and they have limitations on wires and how they can get funds so you know make sure that your your title company and your loan originator knows where you bank and that you reach out to your banking institution to make sure that you're going to be able to send the money when requested for closing day good good points randy anything back to you uh yeah and trevor you'll be able to allude to this in the state of kentucky make sure your husband or wife if you're married knows you're buying a home <laughs> Trevor, Trevor, can you uh, so elaborate on that? Yeah, yeah. So you, you have uh, you know you have dower and courtesy rights in Kentucky, where you know when, once you become married, your your spouse has a potential future interest in the property. Now, um, Randy, we talked a little bit more, but uh, we've got. It used to be that you could do you know you could buy in cash without your spouse having to know. Um, now they've changed some some uh, statutes here in Kentucky, and you can actually buy without your spouse signing with a loan now in Kentucky, Randy. I don't know if you knew that, but uh, that you will be on title as a married person, and they will have potential interest. Bigger headache is don't try to sell without your spouse because you're going to exactly. need their signature. Uh, right. You know whether you know whether you buy the property when you're single and and get married after the fact even if you don't live in it if it's investment property um if it's held in your individual name and you get married as soon as that marriage license is filed you need your spouse's signature to transfer that title so uh make sure you're aware of that good stuff all right when we're going to take a break when we come back this question do you use a top sheet on your bed and we'll poll everybody here We'll tell you about this new debate. Continuing with us, Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial does a great job, this company, getting you pre-approved and to the closing table with this incredible rate, which is a buy-down, but it really does bring down your mortgage payment. And Randy can give you more information. You can reach him. And what's the rate number now? It's four point 
4.75, APR 5.93. You can reach Randy at 6450736. That's 502 area code 6450736. And also in for Lee Harris, who is the legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow, is Trevor Klein, who's an attorney over there. I've done a number of closing with them, and he's a great guy. You can reach Lee at 6497964. That's 6497964. And if you're thinking about selling your home now or in the future, even if you're thinking of buying a home, I can help you simply give me a call. I can come out for a free no obligation analysis and give you the update on what the plan might be to get you sold in a time that is good for you. Remember, it's really important that if you buy or sell and you give it away, in other words, you get a, an agent who comes and buys the house on from, out from under you, you're typically not going to get top dollar and that's why we put it on the market and sell it fair trade and get you the top dollar you can reach me at 376-5483 or go to bobsellslouisville.com we're back in a moment on news radio 840 whas Welcome to the future of home ownership with Swan Financial. Here's Randy Rocky. Say farewell to the high mortgage rates with our game-changing solution, the Interest Rate Buster. Listen to this. We redefined the 30-year fixed rate mortgage, offering unprecedented rates between 5 and 6% APR for the entire loan duration. For more information on how to get that loan, call Randy Rocky at Swan Financial at 502-645-0736. That's 645-0736. NMLS 26362 and 2473. This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title & Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-2277. Shopping for a home? The place to start is Remax Properties East. Experienced, caring, top producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, Head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. In today's real estate market, you want someone you can trust in the driver's seat. Louisville, that's Bob and Greg Sokola. Bob and son Greg have helped thousands of families just like yours turn challenges into solutions. They can give you a guaranteed sale of a custom marketing system to get your home sold on your timeline and for the most money, and they have an instant cash offer program. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. You'll be glad you did. News Radio 840 WHAS, the Louisville Real Estate Show, continuing to the top of the hour. Thank you so much, Barbara Corcoran, who's a friend, a mentor, and you see her on Shark Tank, either the new ones or the old ones, and she's a, a great lady and has a lot of good advice. We thank her for being a friend and a mentor. Uh, I'm Bob Sekoler. I'm the co-owner of the Sekoler team over at REMAX Properties East, and if you're thinking of selling now or even buying, call me for a free no-obligation analysis. We'll figure out what the price is at the current rate market-wise, and then what the plan might be, you can reach me on my cell phone, 502-376-5483, 
or go to bobsellslouisville.com. Continuing with us, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. He is one of the co-owners there and does a great job. They get you to the closing table. You can reach Randy at 645-0736. In for Lee Harris is Trevor Kleint, who is an attorney over at Limestone Title and Escrow. And you can reach Lee, who is legal counsel over there, 649-7964. All right. So let's pull it. Uh, let's start, Trevor. Do you use a top sheet on your bed or not? I do not. Don't. Aha. Uh -huh. Randy, top sheet or not? Uh, yes, we do. You do. I do. Now, Victoria wrote us that she just got married. Both her and her husband are at odds. There you go. With her regarding the use of a top sheet, Victoria says no top sheet. Her husband says they should use a top sheet. I did some research. Mattress company Casper says 58% of Americans like top sheets with older sleepers more attracted to the top sheets than younger. So why would you want to use well, this comfort? You might want to sleep with a top sheet, a light blanket in the warmer months. Aesthetics, if you like the look of a layered bed, top sheet works. The Ick Factor, mattress company Air Sleep commissioned a study on germy sheets. And germaphobes, beware, sheets have 25,000 more times more bacteria than the bathroom doorknob, and that's in just one week of use. Now, if you don't use a top sheet, Trevor, make note, making the bed takes no time at all, so you just hop out and put on the duvet or the top cover. Europeans throw off the tyranny of the top sheet years ago. The duvet became the popular across the continent over in Europe. And as noted in the Casper study, American, many Americans are getting rid of that top sheet, but mostly driven by younger people, ditching the top sheet altogether. And what about germs? Well, as you would wash your sheets, you need to wash the duvet and cover a blanket. Remember that, Trev, if you're uh, using that up against your body. So those are some of the do's and don'ts and things on top sheets. Interesting problem. All right. We go back to our questions. Trevor, Connie has her house on the market in Bullock County. She is not happy with her realtor. Apparently, she does not like the realtor's pictures of what was written about the house. There have been uh, very few showings on her house, and Connie says she wants to get rid of the contract. She signed with the realtor to list the house. She's wondering what is the process involved in doing that. Trev. Well, first thing you want to do is reach out to the real estate agent themselves and, and let them know you're dissatisfied. Um, I'm sure Bob could speak to this too. I, I don't know too many agents that said, Hey, I want to, if a client calls said, Hey, I want to cancel my listing contract that would not let them out of that contract. It's just bad PR, um, bad business. Right. Uh, that being said, I'd have to read what, what she has signed with the brokerage um, to see what the specific process is. But typically you'd be able to reach out to the agent and or the broker of the, of the uh, office and 99 times out of a hundred, they're going to let you out of that contract. They don't want bad PR having people trapped in the contracts. Yeah, and they may even rewrite or reshoot the pictures and kind of do an analysis on the pricing of the house to see why we're, they would not be getting a, um, a showings. But yeah, definitely reach out to the agent first. Reach out to the broker if the agent isn't able to help you, and that, will, that should at least get the ball rolling. And we wish you the very best on that, Connie. Back over to Randy Rocky. Nina, not happy with her mortgage company. We're on a, tr a kind of a trend here. Uh, not happy with her mortgage company. See, she's thinking she's being overbilled. The mortgage company has tried reaching out to her by phone and or letter, and Nina says she's ignored those contact attempts. Now the mortgage company is calling the loan and demanding payment. And Nina is wondering, is that even possible? And what should she do, Randy Rocky? Uh, what probably happened is they adjusted escrow from year to year, and she made the same payment, if I assume that, which is less than what 
the actual payment should be. And now they're calling the loan because they're, they're saying, Hey, we're going to put you in foreclosure and either you get it refinance or you, we're going to start the process. So if I had to guess, that's what happens. I think the thing I would have done different is I would have communicated with the actual company, the servicer of the loan and worked my way through it rather than get to this point that she's at. Yeah, good point about that. And can she get caught up and maybe make things right with the mortgage company if she pays if there's an escrow deficiency? I, I, don't, I don't think so. I think no. a lot of times once you're at that point of calling the note, then then they're going to they're going to execute and move forward. Either you got to refinance it or they start the process of foreclosure. All right. Good point. Let me just sidebar here for one second. So there have been changes to a lot of our monthly mortgage payments because our escrow payments right. have uh, changed. I know I got a notice last month that mine was changing the beginning of March. So I've already gone online and done the automatic update on what I need to do. So would you suggest everybody who's listening right now, if you are paying an escrow account, check to make sure that your payment hasn't gone up or in some cases gone down, but I have a feeling it's gone up. Insurance, taxes, those are things that will contribute to a shortage in the escrow account, right? Yes, absolutely. I think it's a great suggestion. Yeah, this is one of those that you don't want to let uh, put in the back of your mind, back burner and think about it later and then have to worry about it. Because what happens if you, this is the same problem, if you don't get caught up, they're going to come after you. The mortgage company will come after you and, yes. and close the loan. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. All right. Hey, a reminder, you know, we're really proud of our reviews. We try to do uh, an outstanding job with all of our clients, buyers and sellers. And, you know, some people say we'll do 100%. We try to do 120% uh, above and beyond. You can read about those reviews. Uh, go to LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleGoogle.com. Back over to Trevor Klein's over at Limestone. David lives in one of our surrounding counties, and he does not want to say which one. And he just received notice from the government that part of his land is being taken to expand a road under what is called eminent domain. And so David uh, never heard of that term, and he's wondering, can they really force him to sell part of his property? Trev? Yes, they can. Um, that's just... <laughs> that's the uh, uh, power that the government has. Uh, they can force him to sell his land. They're going to make an offer. We don't deal too much with that in our residential and commercial world. But uh, back in my early days as an attorney, I did help uh, somebody with a similar situation. What you can do, and you'd want to consult somebody that specializes in that locally, but broad perspective, you can, you know, they're going to basically uh, provide you a value from what they think based on the amount of land, et cetera. You can file exceptions and and kind of fight the road department and, and the government to see if you can get more money. But a lot of times, it, you know, it might be better to take the first offer as opposed to spending money on an attorney to try to fight it. But yes, they can just take your land. There's a process for it. There's, you know, there's due process, but that is that, that can happen. Yes. Sir. Yeah. They're, they're going to give you fair market value based on an appraisal, but you can appeal that appraisal. And I happen yeah. to know that from experience as a uh, former television reporter and anchor. I did that for 25 years before becoming a real estate agent 20 years ago. One of my, the places I worked for seven plus years was in Orlando, Florida, and I covered the condemnation of many homes uh, for the expansion of the East-West Expressway. If you know anything about that, that was a big project down there. So I'm well familiar that they can do it. Not not nice, but in some cases, especially if it's for the expansion of a airport, 
it's better to get out and then to yeah. stay there and be because the ones who really failed were the ones whose homes weren't taken by the government who now were sitting next to the expressway or the airport right so that becomes an even bigger problem so uh, we wish you the very best of luck david uh, Randy Rocky at Swan Connie was approached by someone on the phone promoting something called an FHA reverse mortgage. Mm-hmm. Now, Connie says she listens to our show on a regular basis, sent us the email asking yeah. if there really is such a thing as an FHA reverse mortgage or is it a scam? Randy. Funny, you refer me to uh, Connie that I'm doing a reverse mortgage for really? right now. Oh, and yes. I mean, that's the same the person. Okay. Oh, yeah. but, no, it might be the same person. Yeah. Um, um, no, uh, no, it's not a scam. It's it's actually a very it's a great product for seniors above 62 and above um, uh, all the scenarios where they throw you out of your house and et cetera, et cetera. It just doesn't happen. And and I'll go on record saying that you you still have to pay your taxes and your insurance. As long as you do that after you close, you never need to make another payment again. And in a nutshell, whatever is left over. After you you pass and you sell the property, goes into your estate. That's mm-hmm. that's whatever's left uh, the equity. So um, no, there's there's nothing that's a scam about a reverse mortgage. It's a it's a great product for certain people in, in that are senior citizens. We'll give out Randy's number in just a little bit if you want to contact him about the an FHA reverse mortgage. Incidentally, if you want to sign up for our newest new, newsletter, we send it out every two weeks. It's free of charge. This week's topic is which flooring material is best for you if you're changing flooring material. You can go to welovelouisville.com. That's welovelouisville.com. All right, let's go to Trevor over at Limestone. Terrence owns a fourplex rental property in Jefferson County. He writes in this email that he is wondering, can he trespass on the renter's apartments if he believes they are defacing the apartments? He does not remember what the rental agreement states, so he's kind of blank on that. And he and he wants to maybe find a copy of it, but he can't. So he is wondering, as a, is there any way as a rental manager or owner, can he just go into the apartment? What are your suggestions? Not without notice. Um, My suggestion is first to find the rental agreement because you're going to stipulate in there, but um, not without notice. Uh, I believe law in Kentucky's 48 hour notice. You got to give a tenant to inspect the property. Um, You know, most of the time it's for simple things like replacing the the filter on the, in the HVAC or the the furnace, but um, you know, 48 hour notice, I would post it on the door. Um, But I, I would find your rental agreement because you're, you should have stipulated in there as well, but I would not just go walking into anybody's door. You don't want to trespass uh, onto a tenant's property. That that'd be same thing as them walking into your pro- into your unit. So hmm. you want to be very careful there. Um, but at least a forty-eight hour notice, you're going to want to give the tenant before you go in there. Yeah, would you say most rental agreements do have some sort of clause about forty-eight hour advancement? Yes, yeah, and, yeah. and I believe that's the law in Kentucky, and Landlord Tenant Act applies in Kentucky, which is the forty-eight hour notice. And Terrence, you need to get a little bit more organized if you're going to have rental properties because it's to your better to do that. All right, 
Uh, a reminder, if you want to see and hear what sellers are saying about us, we're proud of those reviews as well. Go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com, Louisville Sellers Talk. All right, final question for Randy Rocky. Stephanie writes in, uh, there was a, it's an interesting question. She's planning on buying her second home later this year. She already owns one, and she'll sell it and then buy a second one. Some of her friends have been turned down for a mortgage over the past years, and she's wondering if we or you, Randy, had any formula for getting approved for a mortgage anything that you could give her as an idea in terms of being approved making sure yeah I, I you know one formula is if your total amount of debts including your new mortgage payment if it's 50 percent or less at the income so if you make six thousand dollars gross a month your total payments can't be over three thousand uh, dollars second formula is is just pay your bills you know uh, at least make the minimum payments on them that will help you a lot on getting approvals on credit cards and all the all the things that report to the credit bureau yeah because that's important maybe check your credit to, to make sure that it's up what's the minimum credit now for an fha or uh, 580 uh okay. six and 640 on six twenty six forty on conventional but you know and the thing is is if she's thinking about buying even in a year i would recommend mm -hmm. that her call her, her, um, a loan officer and go ahead and start the process and go ahead and get your credit pulled because you need to know if there's any problems you have plenty of time to fix those issues one person i would suggest you might want to think about contacting is randy rocky does a great job he and his team over at swan financial you can reach randy to get your credit pulled and get pre-approved for a loan at 502-645-0736. Our thanks to Trevor Kleins, who is attorney over at Limestone Title, who is sitting in today for Lee Harris. Uh, Trevor, you did a great job. We appreciate you being there today. You can reach out to Lee anytime at 649-7964. And if you are thinking of selling your home now or in the future or looking to buy a home, I can help you. You can call me anytime for a free no-obligation estimate and a plan of what you need to do. You can reach me on my cell phone anytime at 502-376-5483, or you can go to bobsellslouisville.com. Also, one other reminder, if you want to see a rebroadcast of the show, go to louisvilleanswers.com. That's louisvilleanswers.com. That's a redirect to our YouTube channel where you'll see this show. We are out of time. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.